<laughs> so I usually just press start on these things. Tamara has her own podcast. And you and have I, your own. <laughs> and I also have a podcast. So like I was thinking, do you do you usually do intros? I do. But yeah. you know what? It's always good to do something different. And that's where we've kind of now come together today and gone, like, what's the intro? Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> like you're on mine and I'm on yours. So it's like uh, a little bit of an interview style. But it's also a conversation, I think, mm. between two women who are business owners yeah. and have come from a fitness background. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really cool to see this shift that's happening. Mm. Like, like a lot of like because my audience is like coaches and personal trainers and there's just this shift in like being becoming more business savvy and I think that's something that we weren't really like as coaches and personal trainers and I know this was true for me was not having that that skill set but then there's you and you have come from like, you know, you've got this amazing following that you've built. Your Thank content you. is amazing. And then, you know, you're a fitness competitor and then you've kind of like, you've shifted into this this businesswoman and mm. this business space. And it's so interesting to see like, I guess some of the same qualities apply like, you know, in your fitness career and your fitness training and thing. And then like that discipline and all that kind of thing over into business. Yeah, I, I love that you brought that up because I did something recently on my Instagram and it was like the same mindset as an athlete is the same that is applied to business. And that mm. was persistence, discipline, consistency and repetition and accountability. Amazing. And it's just something that I love that you've said there's been a huge transition and people are starting to see like business has become a huge focus for people's growth. And I don't know if it's been something that they've started to notice within themselves as we evolve and grow and I guess for us or maybe anyone who's listening when you begin your journey it's always been like oh I can't wait I want to build the business I want to be a fitness coach I want to be seen and heard and you don't really look at the possibilities of what that can bring to you mm. and I made you know so many mistakes countless mistakes and I'm glad I have because it's brought me to where I am now and I think the passion was always there. And I think when people begin, the passion is there. But what lacks is the knowledge around, you know, what to do for business, around marketing, mm. around social media, and seeing that themselves as a person isn't just an influencer, they're a business owner. Mm. And I think that's where people are starting to, you know, see the shift in themselves. And I think asking the bigger question, like, what's my life going to be like? How do I make this a, a, a dream life of, you know, not just living from paycheck to paycheck because I think a lot of people think in, in the fitness world, you know, you can't make, you know, numerous amount of money. There's oh. so many avenues around that, right? Yeah. And they're asking the big question of like, what is my future meant to be like? Um, and I think you've been going through sort of the same thought patterns and transitions yourself, right? Yeah, totally. And and there is that thought that comes up of like, you know, I I guess I've kind of like, I'm a physio by trade, so I've been known for training and programming and biomechanics and anatomy and like all that kind of like educational stuff but on my journey like for that to be able to make an impact on those coaches for example like my my clients is that I need to actually be good at business because mm. you know I need to to grow my business like first of all of course like I need to learn the skills to be able to do that and then being able to transition those skills over into helping others do that as yeah. well and I think you know looking at your journey for example it's you've built trust with your audience like yeah. that was the biggest thing because like you know, you had all these people following you for your fitness, but they trusted you because they saw what you did mm. and they saw what you did consistently over those years in yeah. your fitness career. And then, you know, you built a successful business out of fitness and now you're helping like those, like, like that person that you were become, you know, like build their businesses as well in that fitness industry. And because there is that trust there, I think that's huge in, in terms of like that pivot and, yeah. you know, feel free to like tell me I'm wrong, <laughs> but um, that trust that is built within your community over those years in fitness, mm. you're able to transition and have this successful, because you're completely out of fitness now, <laughs> right, right? Yep. have that successful 
business company. Oh, my love. Thank you. <laughs> it's crazy. And I think this is going to be a really big piece for anyone going through the pivot and the transition because for a, for a really long time, I didn't know what was going to be at stake, you know, and building trust in in what you do as an athlete and as a business owner is really important for people. But a lot of the, the, the thing that I'm noticing a lot, and this is something that I feel is where people are starting to see the change. People are easy to talk the talk, but are they walking the walk? Mm. Oh, 100%. And I feel now people will tell you what they're doing, but I think what needs to happen is showing people and the embodiment. So I think that will create the trust and the impact. And this is now me bringing it back to you, for you noticing what's happening in the world now for your industry. Mm. Um, you obviously have also seen that there's a pivot happening for yourself. Mm -hmm. So what's been the big question for you that you are asking yourself, what's the next steps? Mm. Yeah, well, I think that for me, my journey is a lot about being that person that leads who I was kind of thing. So like when I was going through, you know, my whole journey with being in physio and then transitioning back into like physio and coaching because I missed like the passion and the love that I had for coaching and I was yeah. seeing this gap between like people in pain and then, you know, the love of training people in their like peak performance yeah. and there was that gap between um, you know, like the exercise selection and execution. I wanted to bridge that gap because like with physio, you get, well, what I see is you get people to a certain point and then it's like, but how do I take them further? Mm -hmm. And this is what I was kind of seeing with like the whole education thing around um, with AWPTs. Like I had this eight week course that, you know, during COVID, it just, it just went amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Because I had for years consistently posted on social media, posted about all this stuff. And then with this course, like after I've did, I'd run it a few times, I was like, but how can I take them further? Because yes. I've given, like I've given them a lot here and I, I've given them things to take away and to go and do, mm. but what's next for them? And like, what's next for me as well? And it's like... Congratulations, it, by the way. Thank you. So proud of you. Thank you. And these layers and, you know, um, you know, with with watching you as well and your evolution along like fitness into business, I'm just so like inspired by that Thanks. because it's like you went all in. <laughs> like you went, you're like, no, nah, fitness isn't for me anymore. Like business is like, this is my niche and I know who I'm speaking to and you're your message is so clear that people know. And I think as well, like I'm probably going to piss some people off here, but having the background in fitness. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure about your clientele, but the majority of my, obviously, like the people I'm coaching in business are fitness trainers. Yeah, awesome. It might be different for you because you're not full business. But having that um, background in fitness... I've had clients just say like, you get it because I've been there. You know what I mean? And you've been yeah. there as a fitness coach. So you get what the industry is like. Whereas like yeah. another fitness coach, a uh, business coach, sorry, might be like, do things this way. Like this is how it's done in the business world. And like, <laughs> da, 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 da. you know what I mean? And it's just like, but do you have that experience in the fitness world first? Yeah. And it's really interesting you say that because it's almost like your experience very similar, right? you have been in the space of being in in the fitness world where you can then navigate through you know bringing you know the people you work with to educate them right and very much like in business um, or even just in the fitness world there's no one size fits all program mm. and I've realized from you know having the, the I guess the background in fitness with um, oh my goodness like <laughs> the different diets I've done yeah. you know I am going to be like honest I did keto and mm. I think when you said navigating, you know, you trial and error things and then you see what needs to change. You see that even in the fitness space is evolving. Like we're mm. starting to learn more about the importance of like rest and, you know, stress levels and hormones and all those kind of things. And mm. you start to pivot through what you learn and what you see. And from, you know, just from understanding that fitness is always growing and expanding. It's the same in your business and it's the same in business coaching mm. um i find that people i actually heard this from someone i can't remember who it was oh yeah it was this guy called lloyd 
James Ross and he was saying, I find that I like working with fitness people because they understand mm. the discipline and the hard work and they have this like almost like head on go mm. all in approach, which is what you said before. Mm. And I think it's really true because you understand that in the choices you make for your training is going all in it's mm. doing the hard work it's committing yourself to it it's having the mindset it's having the right people to influence you mm. and it's just um trial and error it's it's going okay what's working what's not where do I need to change directions okay I didn't do so well in here that's feedback on me and people often you know people are often afraid to fail because they mm. they're, they're afraid that it's not going to work, but failure is the biggest lesson in life. It's feedback. And so totally. where you're going right now, mm. right, babe, you're just seeing that there's like, okay, there's more for me to do in this world. Mm. So for you now, stepping into the course that you've done, congratulations, by the way. And for anyone who's listening, um, you know, this woman's a powerhouse. Like you've just gone from, you know, where you were to where you are now. Um, I think COVID's taught a lot of people to pivot. Mm -hmm. And so... When you're passionate about being in the, the fitness space in which you still are, mm. it doesn't always necessarily mean you have to walk away from that. Mm. What, made, what helped me to decide that was I realized, I don't know if you do a lot of work around values, my personal and business values were so different. Yeah. And health wasn't in my business value. Like it was in my personal value because you do need to look after your health in order to yeah. be you know, showing up in all parts of your life. But when business and my values and fitness wasn't in it, Yeah, that's when I knew. Yeah. So are you heading in that direction or do you feel... Um, I was actually having this conversation with my mentor this morning. It's so, so interesting because she, we were talking about like who is your client. Yeah. And um, I feel like there maybe are like... It's the same client but there are two different mindsets within that, like two different psychographics within that. Yeah. Um, and my programs and my education and my teaching and when I'm and when I'm presenting information is very much like that's what I'm doing like that's my fitness stuff because that's like what I know mm. but with the business side of things and and it's it's like those people who you know you really have to master your craft I believe yeah. like to be able to have that impact like first of all you have to have a a really good product or service mm. um otherwise it's just like it just won't get passed right like you're if you you know have integrity values and things like that yes. if, if your service isn't like up to scratch then i mean some people have done it in the fitness industry especially doesn't last yeah, <laughs> right? right but you know like i find like most coaches that that come into awpt they you know they really want the best for their client and so, like, there is that first piece of, like, you need the information about fitness and you need to be a good coach and you need to know how to train and program and do nutrition and, like, then layer things on, like, the nervous system and more, like, hormones and women's health and things yeah. like that. But then there's this other side, which is for, like, the people that just, again, like, want more. And this is this has evolved over my evolution as well. Like, yeah. I have spaces that I've settled in for mentorship and then I have that space as well, that mentorship space, which is where we take it to, like we take it to the business conversation. Like Love they're that. ready for that, yeah, because they've been so invested in like gather the information, yeah. But then having that space where it's like I'm not actually giving you more information. You don't actually need more information yeah. right now. Yeah, what you need is like that mentorship and um, that space to settle and that guidance. Yeah, beautiful. And um, yeah, it's just I was having that conversation with my mentor this morning because it was like, you know, when you're talking to people, you have to get really clear on your messaging as yeah. well. And she's like, I don't think you're speaking to that space right yep. like you're speaking like I do speak a lot to what I'm comfortable with which is the training and and the things like that yeah but then when we're talking more about like evolving your business it's it's more of a settled kind of like you don't need more information you're good mm. um, you can always learn of course but like these are the the conversations that we want to start having and it's like the conversations are different there the questions are different like in those programs it's like how do I do this how do I do that yeah and it's like but with business it's it's more than just strategy right like it's well how do I 
set up my online business yeah like how do I get more leads and like how 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 but it's also like the mindset behind that is it takes a little bit longer that's what I was trying <sighs> to get at like yeah the mindset there is like I'm in this for the long run and yes. I'm not looking for like all the things anymore yeah because I I have that and I'm just looking to to just evolve and just yes you know it's more of that like mindset piece because you yeah. do have so much strategy in business but it's also mindset and I think that's maybe a piece that has previously not been integrated to business because yeah. like it used to be very masculine and there is a masculine part to business, but there is also like that feminine side as well. Yeah. I love that you're bringing this up because I think, and if anyone's listening, please let us know in, in any descriptions or comments afterwards. Um, I find when I began in fitness, I was so masculine and I've been masculine from like my dance background, the structure, the routine, mm. you know, the diet plans mm. and the calorie counting. And, um, you know, you bring those, you know, disciplined routines into your business. Um, and when you're looking at, you know, your business from a masculine energy, the structure and strategy is great. Mm. The feminine energy really creates this like approach of trust and surrendering and creativity that you're working from this place of flow. And so you're navigating the two and mindset is really opening up what's, what's, what's possible. Mm. It's, it's believing in the unseen. Mm-hmm. Um, and in business, when you're in it for the long haul, and this is where you're going into this evolution, right, or evolving, mm. um, people are now realizing that we've come so fucking far, yeah. right? Like, if you look back on all the things we've done from where we are now to where we were, you've evolved and you've been in the long haul, babe. Mm. You are still going and there's mm-hmm. so much more to to continue on. And I think mindset in business, because a lot of people come for the strategies with me, but it's the mindset of believing and again just like having that trust and tapping into feminine energy of just when you do feel run down and you do feel like your masculine is taking over and I find I very comfortably even today said to you today I'm like ah I'm a mess emotional (laughs) but that's the the truth behind when you're so far in the masculine Mm. you can just burn yourself out so it's um it's one of the things now that people are starting to open up their minds to the energy systems that are really going to one grow their business um it's going to bring people in it's going to work in the psychographics the demographics Mm. and again just like allowing themselves to really focus on the importance of a routine and mindset too Mm. and i think this has been huge for you and your business as well hey babe Mm. what are the things um in terms of mindset that has been the shift for you that's helped your business grow um i think that like Mm. i think um like I used to fill my day with like everything. Like mm. it was like, I want to feel everything. I want to feel productive. I want to do all the things. Yes. And like recently there's been this shift of like, I have so much white space on my calendar now. How nice is that? I know. I know. Right. <laughs> like I used to be proud of like, you know, posting whatever on my stories, like how busy my, <laughs> my calendar schedule was. And now it's just like white kind of thing. And it's just nice to have that like freedom for me is like a massive value. And it's like having that freedom to actually choose my hours. Like I I got into this because I wanted to choose like, you know, when I trained. Yeah. And you mentioned and freedom too, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to be, I want to have, um, you know, that flexibility as well. But that space also fosters creativity. Yeah. And I think that's really important too. And, and you know, you, you kind of, I guess, do have to kind of put in the hard yards when you're first starting as a coach. And totally. you, I definitely, like, I felt that burnout, mm. like, in my first year out in physio, right? Because everyone is in pain yeah. and putting their, like, projecting their energy onto you. And it's just like at the end of the day, you're exhausted, but not like a, a satisfying, fulfilling exhausted. Yeah. It's just like, it's a lot to hold. Yeah. Um, and so I learned very quickly, like in that, like, that's not how I want to live my life. Um, and so, you know, then it was like, okay, now if I'm in this, I have to go all in. Like there's Mm. no safety net. Like it's, it's all me. Like I have to bet on me and, and having that self-trust is really important, especially as a coach. And, you know, I love how you brought up, you know, you weren't feeling so crash hot because, that's 
you're a human as well. You're not, you have human emotions and, you know, things like that are going to happen. There's always going to be this ebb and flow of how things roll. And speaking to that, I think is so important because with social media and things like that, it's like, oh, my life is perfect like all the time. Yeah. But that showing that vulnerable side, showing that vulnerability like you did yesterday on your stories, it's just like she's having a human experience. She's a human too. Mm. And, you know, watching you go first, it's like, well, that's what's possible. Yeah. And that's what your clients see as well. And your potential clients see is like she's gone first and she's done this and she's doing this and like she's navigating all these different things that it's just I think yeah it's inspiring thank you beautiful to watch. I thought I should probably um you know openly share like it was really hard to show up um even just here today and mm-hmm. on my stories because um my beautiful cat is currently really sick and we don't know how long he's got and it was one of those big moments where I was even saying to my mentor like um should I even you know announce my masterclass and I think in business people feel there is this need to be this strong Mm. powerhouse but there's so much strength and beauty when you show people like when you're not doing you know the best Mm. and that's where feminine taps in because we become and this is where (laughs) us women all unite we sort of become this like this force to be reckoned with when we see other women being able to take off that mask Mm. and be vulnerable. And I think the biggest piece to this when, you know, you're building a business and showing up, the more authentic you are, the more you're going to be relatable. Yeah. And I find that the fitness industry for a while was so, was almost a, a facade for me because it was like, well, she needs to be seen positive. She needs to be seen strong. She needs to be seen like she knows how to you know, go to the gym and, and be mo- always motivated. But it was such a load of shit, babe. Mm. And <laughs> I think, um, I think you know, when you can just allow yourself to be truthful and speak truth to to people in your life and, and social media, you know, your business is going to bring and navigate your soul clients. Yeah. And I'm sure you've noticed that too. Oh, yeah? totally. Yeah. yeah. I freaking love my clients so much. It's like, so good, hey? It's the best part of my week, just jumping on a call with them and like, you know, speaking about the, the different things that they're navigating, whether it is good or bad mm. as well. And the really cool thing, and you'll find this too, because a lot of your clients are, are fitness coaches as well, mm. is like that ripple effect that that has and then you know everyone listening like a fitness coach is listening that effect that you have on your client doesn't just stop with your client it it will especially if you're training women and and you're training you know mums and partners and and all sorts of women Mm. that's going to have an effect on their whole family and it's just that ripple down effect that you can have on their life is it's not just it's not just aesthetics. Yeah. It's not. And I think that's where there's a massive shift as well is like, it's just, it's not just aesthetics anymore. It's overall health. It's relationships. It is mindset. Like we're all going through so much crazy stuff over the last two years that it's just, it's, it's, there's more. You know, it's funny. I think you reached out to me a few years ago when, um, during COVID, I think I was going through a breakup and it's just that, um, connection that we've had from there and just connecting the dots with the ripple effect Mm. the fact that you came into my vicinity and just you know reached out to to say something kind that's brought the ripple effect to where we are now Mm, right don't you see the magic in that and um I forgot about that because I think I was going through the same thing yeah and look you're with someone beautiful yeah and so are you I know (laughs) I know oh my goodness um and I think the ripple effect can be positive and it can also be if you're going through hardships or if you're holding on to pain or if you're not healing through your trauma, if you're not speaking truth, if you're pretending, that can also be, you know, trans transitioned into other people and other lives. So, you know, you being, you know, an example to your clients and you navigating through your own 
hurdles, it gives them the opportunity to do the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've noticed when clients, um, you know, are not opening up themselves or if they're not opening up to healing or, you know, they're not allowing themselves to be truthful, it starts to affect people around them. Yeah. And that's another ripple of the, um, of, of what people don't see that what they're holding on to or what they're creating from is what mm. they're creating. Yeah. Have you witnessed that too? Totally. Yeah. I was going to ask actually like have you when you have gone through this pivot did you were there people that were like what's she doing? Yeah, it's interesting you bring this up because that was <sighs> no one ever said anything to me, but it was um it was either myself judging myself uh-huh. or me worried about what people are going to think. Yeah. Like, what is she doing? Like, mm. um, does she know what she's talking about? No one's ever said anything to me. But you sense people's energy on social media and you can sense people, you know, are watching for the sake of like, oh, here we go. Mm. What's she up to now? Really? Or people who are actually like, okay, she's something's coming, you know. But you also start to see people trickle out of your life when you do start making big changes, when you start to grow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like people see you going up mm. and they go, ah, oh, I don't want, you know, you know, I liked when she was down here because it made me feel better. And and that's a, that's a massive them thing, right? Because it's like they're triggered by your growth. Yeah. They're triggered by your evolution. Yeah. And some people can't hold that. No. Right? And and this is a uh, the the reason I bring this up is cuz it's a massive piece I think for coaches. Like I see it all the time is like but most of it's just my friends and family on my social media at the moment like what are they going to think? I'm like are they your client? Mm. Are they who you're talking to? Like you know I've seen it like you know I probably when I do talk about more business stuff or whatever it is it's like I do lose followers. Yeah. But that's just making room and it's not about followers anymore. It's about the connection that you have with your audience and the people that come and they stay and they support you and they're not triggered by you because like that's that's not on you, right? Like they're seeing something within themselves that is just like, well, this isn't for me anymore or like or whatever judgments and projections that they do have. And yeah, it's it's great to see like you know someone of such influence like these same things that you're navigating as coaches listening to this and your clients as well I'm sure have had that too it's like yeah okay what if I put this program out like is anybody gonna buy or are they just gonna think it's like this little hobby that I have like this little hobby business or it's like totally and you know what babe I remember going through you know these thought patterns and I think it's important to share this because I think at any point where you're going into growth and discomfort you're naturally going to have a bit of self-doubt and question whether it's the right thing to do or what other people are going to think. And the more you start to embrace fear and dive into it, it's kind of like, as you said, go all in. Um, You start to realize you create more certainty within yourself. And so the more certainty you have in yourself, Mm. people will have more certainty and belief in you. That's huge. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is huge. I feel so much better about all of this. And I'm sure you're the same because I think people are going to see you as already someone that they can fully trust and invest in you as a business coach going into what you're going to be doing. Mm. You know, if you're looking at the mentorship for your business right now and you're helping women, you know, build a business, like I'd be coming to you 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, you know your shit. Yeah, well, I mean, that self-trust piece has been huge. Mm. Um, and I, I have like, whether it's like by my own choosing or I've just been thrown into situations where I've had to really fucking back myself and trust myself. Yep. Like, you know, and I think those those times where you are struggling a little bit, that, that actually shows you your strength. Yeah. Like people think that like if you're struggling or you show you're struggling or that vulnerability piece, it's like... I'm not strong Hmm. but it's like if you fucking get through that like that shows your strength and that shows you how strong you are and that shows that you know whatever whatever comes my way like I don't care I I can take it on and I'll I'll get through it somehow totally and I think um I think the the armor that women wear and anyone listening it's it's beautiful that now people we have this quote that we had at co- um at a college I went to it was snuggle the struggle 
And I was like, I always laugh at it because, you know, the more you can embrace them and see it as a good thing and a learning curve, like any hardship is like, I've actually really learned recently that the law of attraction comes into your life for a reason that you've brought this into your attraction, whether it be good or bad. Mm. So I've learned that if something bad does happen, it's happened for me to learn. Oh, totally. You've experienced this too, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many amazing laws of the universe, but I think the laws of... The laws of vibration is important because people can attract what they want in their life, but it's how you're feeling internally Mm. that's going to really determine the outcome of what you desire. So like, you know, as an example, anyone who's making those big decisions of building a business or, you know, jumping all in to just, you know, going whatever happens, happens. If you're vibrating from this like passion mode um, and belief, just like what's happened in your life, babe you've built this empire because you've had passion you've had belief and you vibrated from this place of love and authenticity right Mm. yeah and it's yeah it's that feeling that Mm. people get from that like that uh you're saying like vibration frequency like people sense that like it is it's actually a thing like the nervous system mirror neurons like all that kind of thing like people can feel it and people can see it like even just talking to you now like the way that you speak i just feel settle oh. right like it just it like you speak so eloquently that it's just I feel safe thank you like I feel safe and that is going like that is going to make your clients feel safe yeah as well yeah. and then and you know the, the safety within them is going to allow them to you know dip a toe in the water and like uncharted waters kind of thing yeah and and you know knowing that they have that safe base to come back to and that safe like anchor is I think really important and that's what I think is so great about social media like we can say things about social media but the great thing is it's allowed us and it's allowed everyone who's listening to create a community and especially with women like that community piece is so important um, because you know co-regulation and and coming into a space where you feel settled you feel safe you feel you know, loved, like, I guess that's another thing as well in business. It's like, how can you like love your clients? It's like, I freaking love my clients. They're your family. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, no, but like professional boundaries and things like that. And yes, like there are boundaries that can allow love um, to flourish as well. Like you can have, you can have both. You can have all these things because there are different, you know, there are different parts to us and we, we don't just have to be one way as we've we've seen. Yep. Like, you know, we don't just have to be like that fitness person. Like there are so many elements to all of us. Yeah. And showing that, like, you know, for coaches here, it's like, oh, I, I can't talk about this thing because like what if my clients don't want it or if it's not valuable or whatever. But yeah. it's like people buy from people. Like, yes. People want to especially women want to connect and they're going to choose someone who like you know those pieces that you were saying at the very start like you know they want they want to feel inspired yeah um they want to you know they want to feel safe and guided and uh you know like you're going to be that safe anchor for them yeah as well and I think that's one thing as well that COVID really showed us Mm. because we were isolated Mm. and you know the the whole mental health things that a lot of people went through like I definitely know I did because I was going through a breakup at the same time and I was isolated in a different country is like connection is just so so important and the way that you know whichever mentor you choose like just know that that person is going to be in your corner and they're going to be there for you and you can lean on them in the times that you're struggling and in the and in your celebrations too like in all of it like we can hold all of it because we've been there totally babe and like you know the the word community right I feel when people say boundaries and stuff I feel like when it's your family when you speak truth, there needs, there, there's no need for boundaries, right? And I find there's been some stuff that I've shared to my clients that I only share to my clients because I know in that moment it's going to help them and they're going to get to know me more and they're going to see that I'm human. Mm. But it's that trust that you build 
with your community, right? Um, I was reading this book. It's it's called The Brand Story, I think, by Donald Miller. And he talks about that cultures, like the strategy to building a brand is the community. You know, mm-hmm. culture is the strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were talking about like, you know, w- what we lost in COVID was all the things that were taken away to us that, you know, creates that connection. And survival mechanisms, one is like humans are obviously living off survival mechanisms, like whether it's a tribe, whether it's um, significance, whether it's like the human needs of like love, Mm. money, they're all ways people are, you know, sort of getting connected to you based on these survival mechanisms. And community is the biggest one in business and in life. Yeah. Um, So the more, you know, you guys are really focusing more from a business perspective, family and community, the business grows, the mm-hmm. money comes, you mm-hmm. know, the social media posts become authentic, you know, whatever you're putting out there to, to build that community, it's, it's going to be more from the heart and it's just going to amplify everything that you're doing. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's next for you, my love? Because like, holy shit, like I love like knowing more so like personal goals, mm. business goals, life goals. Like if you were without giving too much away, like what are the next <laughs> steps for you? Um, well, I mean, I was speaking to you before, like me and my partner really want to move to the Gold Coast. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know you want to do that too. Um, I'll see you there. Yes. Um, we'll I'll make hold it, you to it. We'll do make it happen. That? Yeah. Should we do a promise now? Yeah. Okay, when like by 2023, we should yeah. set like a month. Uh, June? I mean like. I'm <laughs> as soon as possible? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do. I think I'll be there this year. Hopefully. All right. I'll meet you there by next year, by March. Okay. Yeah. Done. 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 Sweet. That's on, okay. that's on recording. Love but yeah, it. so you want to move. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, like I've, I've been, <laughs> I've lived in quite a few places yeah. and um, yeah, I've never lived there, but we went and did a seminar there uh, last year. Oh no, it was like, yeah, this year in June. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, just love like the vibe there, like, you know, if we're talking about like frequency and energy and um, I've lived in Sydney my whole life. I moved to Perth like a mm. year ago. Yeah, I remember that. I was yeah. in, in Perth for a year, which I love Perth so much. It's like, it's like the Gold Coast, but it's also like quieter, mm. but I think a little bit too quiet for me. Especially when you started stage. in Sydney. and Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like, I guess, personal goals um otherwise just um with awp just continue to grow um the courses that we have Mm. so we have probably a pre and postnatal coaching certification coming out next year awesome babe um and pretty much just like exactly what i'm doing now yeah yeah you know what babe i really can see you doing like like international live events have you ever thought of doing Mm. that well yes that's a big goal so um i've done yeah quite a few in australia and um planning some for canada we have a big network in canada as well um i do have some coaches over in new zealand and a big audience in india actually that i really want to go visit yeah um so i think that will be on the cards for 2023 um yeah. So moving to Gold Coast and then moving all around the world, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess it's, yeah, it is, it's funny. It's like, do I want to settle in one place or do I want to be able to still have that freedom aspect? Yeah. But I think, like, it can be both. Like, have that anchor in the Gold Coast and then... Um, and Escape winter. Do the, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the goal, right? <laughs> that's like, what I always say. <laughs> although, like, what's winter like in the Gold Coast? It's not too bad, is it's it? It's meant to be really nice. I mean... We were up there September. Yeah, just recently. Oh my God. You forget what month it is. And it was warm. I remember coming back to Sydney and it was just raining and raining and raining. And yeah. I was like, yep, definitely moving up here. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> raining right now, huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, babe, I have to ask this because I know we spoke a little bit about, and I think this is important to bring up because freedom is something that people seem to be talking about a lot. And you mm. brought this up as a goal for you. Um, when you're navigating or navigating to your clients the importance of what freedom means to them. Mm. Do you feel that there is, again, like a missing link that people don't understand what freedom is or have never experienced it or whether they don't 
they limit themselves with thinking of where they can go with yeah. bringing freedom into their life. Definitely. Like I've had, because uh, this is actually a conversation that I've had a lot because I've had people come to me and be like, I want to, I'm like, what do you want in your business? Yeah. Like, what is it that you want? And they're like, I want to create passive income. And I'm like, yeah, like you're not going to do that with, with what you're doing. Like it's, it's not about like not doing anything. Mm. It's about doing the things that you love when you want to do them. And, you know, I, I've had a lot of coaches, you know, be very structured. I've had coaches come from corporate and, and come into like the personal training space and even the online space as well, which is even trickier to navigate because we're so conditioned yeah. to fill our time, you know, like I was two years ago kind of thing. Yeah. It's like they come to me and they're like, how do I structure my day? What do I do and when? I'm like, this is the reason that you got into this is to be <laughs> able to choose, right? Like, like I'm not going to tell you, like, when do you want to train? Like, you you schedule your training when you want to train. When do you want to do calls? When yeah. do you want to, um, you know, have your downtime? Like, it's, it's the choice, mm. I think. And, you know, I've seen it as well a lot where it's like we – we get that space like I've I've even gone there in my mm. head is like I have this space but I want to fill it but it's like you don't have to fill it like you can you can fill it if that's what you want to do or you can go and live your life like you wanted to do it yeah like, you know I've seen I've seen it in business as well like working with people in business and getting to a point where like their business is a little bit more hands-off and they've tried and that's what they wanted and then they've tried to like fill that space and it's yep. been de actually detrimental yep. um to what they've done so you would have had to obviously navigate with like all the courses and seminars and events and mentorship you're doing like hiring people mm. um and now obviously looking for your goals with like international events like how <laughs> How have you done that with hiring and you know creating? This is the, sorry, I'm getting a bit out of the out of out of ahead of my question, but it's like mm. creating freedom, hiring people, right? Um, but then still feeling like you're reaching to so many people. Yeah. Do you still like? Do you still feel like you're seen in front of your clients just as much now that you've got more of a team behind you? Um, well, I'm very hands-on. <laughs> well, uh, when I say that, like, I'm very hands-on with the, with my clients. Like, I, my, and she's an assistant, but she's pretty much my ops manager because she's, she's a unicorn. She does absolutely everything, like, all my back-end stuff. Um, she's, yeah, she's allowed me to actually, like, you know, take away the things that actually stop me from getting more hands-on with my clients yeah. and creating more of a community because it's like you know I could be setting up the back end of my courses and and Kajabi and doing all my website and PS good work Kajabi <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing um you know all the admin things and mm. like um you know numbers and accounting and like all that kind of stuff like but that actually takes me away from my communities yeah so now my time is spent um in those spaces so like on the calls with my clients um you know I even have like I have contractors as well that run other courses for me in other areas that are like not my expertise yeah awesome and I sit on I sit in on those like I sit in so I'm client facing in those um because I do want to stay connected to my community because I think like that's the most important thing and I think mm. as well like that's why they come mm -hmm. like there are so there are other companies right like there are other companies that work in in education and and you know do similar things but it's like why do they come here and I know like some of those companies they have like the pre-recorded uh, modules and, or like courses and things like that and there's there is like a hands-on element to it but yeah. like everything I run pretty much now is live yeah good um and that's that's what that's what I love like mm. that's what I love doing in my business and as well like creating content like that gives me more time for that mm -hmm. and that is actually something that I've had to navigate as well because I used to think that social media was taking away from my time you know doing my calls and yeah. like being with my clients but actually that's the way that I'm able to connect and reach them as well um so yeah that's um 
that's it in a nutshell. It's, again, like one of the biggest things that I find in business, people don't realize the importance of content. And you've just mentioned that. And I'm like, thank God. Mm. You just gave me an orgasm, you know, like, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, right, like that's literally like that it's it's it, mm. right? Like it's 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 what allows us to to connect with yeah. like these people and like you've built that. Like you you knew from the outset how important that was to create that community. Yeah. And to build that trust. Like I said at the very start, like you've built that trust with your audience so that you can do whatever the fuck you want, yeah. but they they will be invested in you no matter what because it's you as a person. Yeah. And you've shown who you are and you've evolved you. and they've grown with you over years. Oh, so girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually teary. a question I was going to ask you <laughs> earlier was like, um, you know, the importance of social media because I yeah. think it's something that a lot of personal trainers and coaches struggle with is the content side of things. So, like, what's your experience? And So, the biggest thing, and I'll be so, so, so truthful, that when I first began in social media, um, well, one, I accidentally posted something, didn't realize it went public, and that was when Instagram first came out. Mm. And I was like, holy shit, that's, like, my my boob. I totally <laughs> did that as well. Like, you used to edit photos <laughs> yes. and post it. Not really. Yes. Like, how people could see it? I'm like, oh, I better take that off. But the thing is... Um, what was social media back then, you know, like sexy photos and mm. booty pics and showing your physique was all well and good then. Mm. But now there's so much psychology in social media and marketing that people aren't thinking about. And again, like I only, from the mistakes I've made, like every post now has to have a goal. Mm. And the importance of social media is so important because people are on their phones all the time. Um, I've been reading a book, Sabri Subi, which is huge, which is all about selling. But he really talks about like our attention span right now is so mm. like quick to change. Like if you want to go on social media, your content has to be attention grabbing, but it has to be relatable. But it has to also have context around the pillars, whether it's relationship building values, mm. whether it's like content that converts or whether it's more about creating, you know, trending sounds to get your reach up. Mm. Um, people now and... I don't care if anyone wants to argue with me. You have to be on social media to build your business. Mm. That is it. Yeah. Um, especially it, if it's an online business. Especially if it's an online business. Yeah. yeah and I, I just, I find people have this like, they get a bit of a, they have, there was, you know what, I find that, and this is what I'm grateful that COVID did. Mm. People had a, a bit of a, I, I guess a negativity around social media and seeing people at the gym filming content. Mm. Whereas since COVID people have now been accepting mm. and seeing the value of putting content out, putting photos out, mm -hmm. you know, filming, I wouldn't say as you're driving, wrong thing to say, but filming like, you know, your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Everything yeah. is content and everything can be repurposed. And I think, um, social media now is changing. And, um, anyone that is listening for a business perspective, like, understanding the anatomy of your post is important and it's like creating structure around that in order for you to get a result mm. and so we need to really think specifically like what is my post here to do to inspire to educate and to entertain and then we dissect even more and then create the structure around that this is where my masculine energy is like going no, but some people will be throth yeah. Like yeah but people will get overwhelmed in this moment but the, the most important thing is like the more you start to get consistent and know what you're talking about you know what your message is about you got you start to get so much more fluid in what you're doing it becomes like like a squat yeah yeah you just know how to I do it I love that I love that you said that because I always refer like business back to fitness yes. because that's what that's what we understand right as coaches it's like you know four weeks you've been training for and you're not seeing any progress mm -hmm. right like how can you expect in four weeks to see progress in your in business, business if you're posting on social media every day it's like no it's over time consistency like yeah you know are you are you just gonna one day quit working out and quit exercise and fitness and having a healthy lifestyle no don't do the same with your business totally and the biggest thing too with going back with you know with the psychology of social media people's message needs to be heard at least seven times in order for people to have a response to it emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. So while your business and you're posting every day and you're still not seeing results, 
just keep going, guys, mm. because from a brain and from a psychology background, it's seven times and sometimes it's now 24 until you get a sale. So consistency, yeah. DMs, leads, get all that in and yeah, like it, it has to be fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally, because it's like, you know, those fad diets, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to jump on this and, and yep. do it for a bit, but then yep. I'm going to change and do it for a bit. And then, you know, this program didn't work, so either now I'm going to launch this and yeah. then, like, that didn't work. And But, like, stay in it for the long run. Like, see it through. Like, freaking run that program with two people in. I did. Like, my first ever program that I put out there had two people in. And, you know, the yeah. second one or, like, the, the first course that I ran had like a hundred wow, so it's like you know consistency over time find your niche as well like yes. find who they are really speak to them and um yeah you know really just dig in deep mm, dig totally. in deep because like what else are you gonna do what else is there to do I know there's <laughs> nothing else like I can't imagine what else I would be doing sometimes I feel like it though I'm like fuck like does anybody actually care like you know, should I just throw it all in? And then it's like, no, like you're doing this for a reason kind of thing and yes. come back to your why. Yes. Um, because it gets hard. Like mm -hmm. it freaking gets hard. So does like training for something. I'm sure like, you know, being an athlete, you know, getting ready for stage, it's like it fucking gets hard. Like I've never done it, but like <laughs> I can assure, <laughs> I love food. So it's like I assume it's, it gets fucking hard. And so does business. Mm. Um, and then there will be great times. It's the well. seasons and I mm -hmm. think that's really important. The seasons in your business and when you, again, my strategy brain's coming in, when you know what your business looks like in a year sort of data, you can see the seasons of your business and you know when to pull in, pull mm -hmm. out, go in masculine, go in feminine, mm -hmm. launch a free ebook, do a course, paid ads. Mm -hmm. um, from a social media perspective, even those people who aren't commenting or messaging and you're not getting response, they're, they're the clients watching. that you're, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely Don't you seen reckon? that, right? Oh. Like I have never seen someone before and then they d just all come of a sudden join my highest mentorship kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, where did you come from? Like, yeah. But they're watching. Yeah. They're watching. So like rather than focusing on the external, oh, this reel didn't do well or this post didn't do well, mm. I'm not going to do that or I didn't get many views on my story. Um, yeah. People are watching. And I can tell you now, my followers have gone down significantly from a change of obviously transition, the money I'm making now is through the roof. Yep. And I think for me, that's more important, the engagement and, you know, the money that I'm making and also the community of sole clients that I want. Yep. So don't be stressed of the followers. Um, focus more on value, nurture and the business and the money will come. Yes, 100%. Because it's always like, what can you control? You can't control who's buying. You can't control, you know, external influences of like what's going on in the world and all that kind of stuff but you can always focus on you and you can always rely on you and you can always come back to you and you know you're leading mm. so how are you leading yourself behind the scenes yes like that's gonna reflect be reflected on like social media and things like that and how you're showing up there so it's like how are you showing up for yourself mm. when you know, things aren't going the way that you want them or, um, you know, you're not getting the likes or like you're not getting the leads or whatever it yeah. is, you know, how are you leading? And it's like, you know, if there's two people in that course, don't can it, run it. You have two testimonials, just give them a lot of value and then next time it'll be five and then next time it'll be 25 and then, you know, it's exponential from there. Yeah, don't give up. Um, there was a guy, Daniel G. We could talk forever. I don't even know what the, how long you want me to talk for. Just yeah. just, just let me know because I just can keep talking. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, Daniel G. He's a, I think he's a number one sales guy in Canada. Look him up. But I think he did an event and one, no, five people showed up mm -hmm. and he still performed and did his event. And I think... You know, people do, you know, yeah, we're driven by numbers and like, yes, we want the, the scale and the growth. But, you know, you can make impact by that one person. Mm -hmm. Because I think as you, we spoke about with the ripple effect, those two people that came to your program brought you 100 people into mm. your program, right? Mm -hmm. So be kind to those people that are coming into your container, whether it one or two or ten, mm. and have the same level of work ethic and humility and love mm. because what happens a lot of the times when you grow our ego can sometimes go up and mm. so we start to act like 
oh, I don't need to do this or mm. I don't need to give them that much attention or I don't need to do that. The most mm. important part of business is you're still yourself. Yeah. You know, regardless of how many people you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's definitely as well like who I look up to, mm. you know, because, you know, yes, you know, I'm a coach but I'm also a consumer as well. Like I'm in my own – like you have a mentor, I have a mentor. Um, we're actually, you know, we're leading by example, mm. number one, but also – like number two is like, how do you relate to them, or or how do you see them? Like my mentor is like rock solid, yeah. And I've been with her for a year, and I'm in, in for the next year, and it's like that's the kind of energy that you want, right? Like if your clients see you jumping from one thing to the other, is yeah. is that the energy? And I, I've I've spoken to business coaches as well. Like I've been to business coaches that I'm like hey, like I'm looking for this, you know, I want to give you my money, blah, 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 like whatever. And it's just been very like hands off and very like step back. Like, wow. like yeah, this is it. And like this, this, this and this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, okay, like. <laughs> You're offering the money, yeah, like hello. I'm like, I'm like, do you not want my money? Or like, do, do, do I not matter to you or do you not mm. care kind of thing? Mm. And then, you know, on the, the flip side, it's like, you know, I have a, a business coach as well as a mentor and, you know, even though she's like, like way up here, like she still responds and she still yeah. like, you know, um, you know, asks like, you know, gets me to ask questions and wants to know about me and like all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, that's someone who I want to be with. Yeah. So therefore, that's that's how I want to model myself as well because that's how I want my clients to see me. Yes. And that's the, the that's how you're going to choose like who you work with, yes. right? It's so true. Do you do you believe like your clients are a younger version of yourself? Yeah. Okay, yeah. go. I say that all the time. <laughs> all the time. I'm are like, we twins? <laughs> yeah. Like when um when I'm speaking to my clients, like and I'm like I'm like, who's your client? Get really clear on them, and then yeah, it's like I give them that hint, and they're like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so think of yourself in their shoes. Mm. Like, what did you need? What were you, like? What were you struggling with? What were you having trouble with? Like. You know, who did you need kind mm. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it's easy from there. Yeah. And that's the thing, guys. Like, from a soul level, like, you'll always be aligned with people who are aligned to you. And mm. so, from a sales perspective, it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. And this, again, like, navigation of feminine energy into sales now and into, like, selling yourself. Like, gone are the days of being, like a hustler on sales and having to like make people feel like scared. Mm, it's mm, now like yeah. nurturing them and really giving them that value and they'll buy into you yeah. because they love and believe in you and trust you. There's, a, there's that T word again. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been the theme for today. Trust. Yeah. Pivot. Put yourself first. Yeah. And, and growth. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's big. Yeah. That's good. I did have something else that I was going to add to that, but now I've lost it. That's okay. Mm. There's been so much, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like in, in this space right now, like when, when we're piecing all of this together, like the biggest message here for you guys is like nothing, nothing is ever like not set in stone is the right word, but you're always mm -hmm. evolving and changing. So if you feel like you're not, just a fitness coach you're ready to expand and grow more allow yourself to explore what that looks like mm -hmm. you know oh I have so many coaches like moving towards the mindset piece as well like mm. not, it's not just aesthetics like into helping their clients with their mindset yeah. and and working because a mindset is in everything right like it, it's in your fitness it's in your in your relationships it's in your business yeah like your health like all different aspects it ripples in mm -hmm. and so yeah like a lot of my clients have gotten kind of like stuck or like had this friction around oh I can't talk about mindset like I, I talk about fitness and it's like well well I talk about fitness but I also talk about business like yeah. and mindset and it's like all integrated there and yeah um that was that was what I was gonna say was the integration. Um, oh, now I've lost it. <laughs> it's because I keep talking. Yeah, Shut up no, tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just one sec. Uh, when she started talking again, I was like, it came back, but then something about mindset. Um, staying, not just staying in your own lane. That's not. Really 
I think I think it was to do with like coaches you know and then your clients as well and it was like no I've lost it it's like feeling like they they can't step into other parts of promoting themselves not just as one thing as another yeah yeah I mean Ah, I've lost it. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. It's back. We've got it. (laughs) So, as well, I think there's a big piece around I need to do things a certain way um, and follow certain people because they've done it like this Mm. or like they've done it like that. Whereas, like, your point of difference as a coach because, you know, we know there are a lot of coaches out there. We know there are a lot of business coaches out there. And we did speak to this a little bit earlier, but it's like your point of difference is you and your clients come to you for a reason. So get really clear on who you are and don't sort of go, oh, like that person's doing this and that person's doing that. And like, I should be doing that. I should be doing this. It's like, but what do you want? Who are you? Mm. Um, And then those people will find you. Yeah. And this is what I used to do. I was being driven by the market, not being the driver of the market. And I think that becomes, as you said, really so well, you are the brand, you are the market. So you get so clear of like who you need to be in order for you to bring people into your world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. Don't look at what other people are doing. Definitely get ideas because you want to you gravitate to the people that you look up to. But it's like, you know, you are your own, like, source of power. You are what people are wanting to be a part of. Everyone's so unique. So just bring that uniqueness alive and expand it. And that is what's going to be a point of difference, you yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only way that it's going to be sustainable as well, right? Because, like, if you're pretending, you can't keep that up forever. Nope. And as well, if if that's the way you're marketing as well, like your people are going to come into your containers and be like, but this wasn't what I was expecting. Yes. Yeah. It's a huge piece because there's the pretend self, negative self and authentic. So if you can step into more of the authentic self, Mm -hmm. uh, removing that facade, um, you know, you're right. Like, I don't know what it was that made people feel like, and I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to think back of what made me feel like I had to pretend. I think there there was a, and Mel... I think there was an element of not being not being sure of who I was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a really huge piece when you start to really find out who you are. Mm. You never have to pretend again. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's really important because we pretend because we think people want to see this part of us. Mm-hmm. But people love you for who you are. Yeah, well sometimes we only want to show the parts of us that we think are favorable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can... We could go deeper into this as well. We really could, my love. (laughs) I think, like, I just am really grateful that for what has been happening in my life for the last few days and, you know, allowing me to come into this space. Thank you. Like, I'm so grateful. And, like, you've been, like, from an energetic space, from a business space, from a beautiful soul, like, you're just you're making moves Mm. and I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be here with you today for taking my mind off my beautiful cat Mm. and um you know I really look forward I have this weird feeling I have to say that there's something coming for both of us that we're going to be seen together don't know what it is but it's just something I sense and yeah I really am grateful that I'm here today so me too thank you so much for coming and thank you so much for yeah saying yes and being here like I think it was just really nice to have that conversation and I think as well that conversation will be so valuable for like both our audiences yeah and I think like as well like you know we are in the same space but there's not that competition either no because I like I don't feel that I Never. don't feel that at all which I think there can be that with like we're in the fitness and coaching industry as well and I think that's where a lot of that um, that call out culture and things like that come from but when you just stay in your own lane it's just like yeah and I think that's again like when you see that there's a place for everyone to be successful and to win collaboration is so powerful Mm. you know like both um, you know you and I have just come together today we've shared our growth in in, in a similar space yet like there's no competition there's no hate there's just love and there's just like celebrating each other's Mm. growth you know Mm. and that's what's really important for you for, for everyone listening that 
if you don't, let me reword this. When you stop comparing, there's no competition. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's huge. I love that. Yeah. Because, like, I think when as well, and we were speaking to this before, is when you know yourself and when you know your authentic self, you know what you speak to, you know what you stand for, there isn't. Yeah. Like, there isn't. Because, like, you're different and I'm different and people are going to be listening to this from, you know, my audience and be like, fuck, I want Tamara as my mentor. Likewise. You know I mean? Like, <laughs> and amazing. We've come here together. We're like, oh, I need to do something for my podcast. You need to do something for your podcast. And we've made it work for yeah. both, right? And yeah. I think when you can share the space for other people to, you know, utilize yourself as well as for me, like, this, mm. is, this is where more love, more love, more success yeah. comes into our life. So mm. thank you, babe. Like, yeah. honestly, honoring you, you've just been yeah. amazing. And I think as well, that's having that abundance mindset. Yes. As well. Huge. Yep. There's Huge. enough to go around. You've just got to find your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're my people. Yay! Yay! <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you, beautiful human. <laughs>